Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's uh, fitting that we talk about some basketball. The NBA season is in full cook mode with 15-odd games to go and the jostling for playoff spots and seedings is getting serious. The storylines are endless and the talk through a bunch of one of is one of our favourite NBA minds. It's Kurt Heelan, who is the lead NBA writer and managing editor at NBCSports.com. Morning, Kurt. How's it going, guys? Oh, it's morning here. Very, it's, it's very good. Here. Very, very I'm on good the West Coast, thing. man. It's it's still morning-ish here. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Wait, my Lakers, can you just put me out of my misery? They're gone? They're going to get anywhere near the, where the, uh, uh, near the playoffs, or, or was it just game over? Can you just put uh, me here? Give me something. Yeah. Some bit of confidence. Yeah, yeah if you were a horse... Um, putting the curtain up around you at this point yeah it's not good it's, oh. um, no it i i wish i could i wish that i could give you some positive stuff but i just it, it took you know they, they won the other day they won a nice a game uh you know on yeah. national television out here in america against the warriors it took a lebron vintage 56 point I'm just going to mm. jump in the hot tub time machine and be, you know, 2015 LeBron and just take over a game. And he could do that, and mm. but he can't sustain it. He's battling through. He's got knee issues. He's just, man, he's 37, and he's played an ungodly yeah. number of minutes over the course of his career. He's just not the, you know, he just can't carry a team that way. Anthony Davis isn't healthy, and he hasn't really lived up to the billing. Uh, he's been really good, but he hasn't been... Mm the next franchise anchor kind of guy. He's just, he's been very good, but he hasn't been what they were, I think, hoping he would be ultimately. And between the two of them, it's just, mm. there's just not enough around them. That, that team is not going anywhere. They're, they're, they're going to be bounced early uh, from the postseason, which is not good for you and not good for the people who care about <laughs> television ratings at the, at the NBA league <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Lakers, they are a big part of the, NBA and, and they've got a huge following. Um, oh, look, yeah. going forward, I'm going to carry on with the Lakers chat. I thought this was the changing of the guard when LeBron and Anthony Davis went there, but they just haven't really kicked on. They haven't been able to build a roster. I thought they potentially had a roster with Russell Westbrook going there, but they just haven't really kicked on. Where do they go now? Where does the where do the Lakers go now? We know LeBron's coming to the end of his tenure and he's potentially going to play with his son at another franchise. Where do they go? Yeah, the Sun thing's going to be interesting, to be honest with you. Like, mm. I'm curious where that goes, only because I don't, like he said, I don't, I'm not going to speak ill of a 16 year, a 16 or 17 year old um, yeah. kid. Like, he's not, but mm. he's not necessarily, let's just put it this way he's not his dad. He's not necessarily an NBA stalwart player, right? Yeah. Like, he's, he's mm. good, but he, he is a, I don't want to, again, I'm not going to bash a 17-year-old, but th this isn't necessarily a future NBA player, period, let alone star. Mm. 
So I, yeah. I'm curious how that shakes out. But that said, they can retool this roster. They're going to over the summer. They, they you know, the, the way the NBA handles its roster stuff. They're going to trade Russell Westbrook. They're going to fire the coach. Uh, Frank Frank Vogel should be at this point. He should frankly just you know find a good realtor and get his house on the market because he's done. He's you know he's he's mm. he's not going to be back. And wow. then they'll we'll see where they go. Westbrook they'll trade and they'll try to get back. You know they won a title. You know. A couple of years ago, during the middle of the pandemic, when they did that bubble um, mm, in Florida, mm. but the model was LeBron James and Anthony Davis played elite basketball, right? Like just at a you know top five, ten. Both were playing at a top ten player in the world type of level, and then they surrounded mm. them with guys who were just solid role players. He, he, everybody else knew what they were doing, right? Like I've got defenders, I can shoot. They were versatile, like. They just put solid professionals around two elite players and got themselves a title. And they they just got away from that model. And I think they're going to try to get back to it of just, even if we just have two elite players and surround them with, you know, quality guys who can play on both ends, then, then they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I, I think that's the goal, but that's, it's easy for me to say standing here in the living room and really difficult to execute when you, you're trying to actually put it together, man. Hey, Kurt, talk, talking about firing coaches, it's Kempe here. A, um, is, he a, is he a title favorite? Or are the Suns, you know, they seem to be the most bulletproof. Can we trust them? I think so. In the finals last year, they are balanced. They are um, – uh, they can beat you. I think in the NBA playoffs, one of the things you need to be able to do is – scouts will call it scheme versatility you can't just win one way like you've got to be able to beat teams a few different ways and have uh, unless you've got the 72 win you know late 90 jordan bulls like you don't get to impose your will on everybody right you're going to have to win different ways and they can do oh we might have lost whoops Oh no, this is gonna be good chat. I think Kimpy might have. I just threw him off there. I, I think you. I think you might have <laughs> expired the line by your firing coaches. It's Kimpy here, chat. <laughs> Gee, that's grim, Kimpy. Oh, mate, just being real about things. You know what I mean? He's. I guess the LA. Co- I guess the LA coach. I know how he feels. He'd be looking for a new job at the end of the year. when he is. You. Yeah. You know, you're tr- yeah. I, how much did you put on him, mate, to win the comp this year? Yeah, on those first nah, two nah, questions, like you've got plenty on it. Nah, no, nah, I don't put any on it. I'm just a, I'm a big Lakers fan. I loved Kobe Bryant. He's probably my favorite athlete, favorite b-ball of all time, and um, just uh, yeah, the influence he had on them. So I've always been a Lakers supporter. Um, but yeah, they they won that title a few years ago. But look, I don't know. Like it just doesn't. It didn't feel like one. You know, like the bubble. They're all in in in, in isolation. There's no fans. There's no crowd. So there was no like atmosphere and. Yeah, it's gone down as a title, and they've won it, but it just didn't feel like one. And um, hopefully we can get Kurt back, because that is a great question about the Suns. Um, Devin Booker um, and co, they're just absolute superstars flying at the moment. We've got them on the line. Morning, Kurt. Yeah, sorry sorry about that. I guess I have to pay my phone bill. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. You were talking about the Suns, another team. The Grizzlies, mate, we've got uh, Stephen Adams, and whenever a Kiwi's flying yeah. high on the world stage, we follow them when we support them. Grizzlies are second in the Western Conference, 44 and 22. 
they are flying. Can can they go and, and push for a title with Ja Morant and, and, and Stephen Adams? I, I, I love the way Stephen Adams has fit with them because when they made that trade, I wasn't mm. I wasn't sure that was a great fit just style-wise, but he has been brilliant yep. for them. He has just been fantastic um, doing the dirty work inside and just, you know, the stuff that doesn't show up in the box score. He's been great. I got a, I've got a feeling that they uh, – we just said this, you know, I, I don't, and I don't know where I fell off with you, but I'm like the advantage for the Suns is that they've done it before. And, you know, you guys can speak to this a little bit. As, as athletes, like there's something to having been there in those big moments and, mm, and under mm. pressure. I don't want to say it makes it easier, but you at least – have a sense of what to expect and, and an understanding of what's expected of you. And like, you just handle a little better. I think they're going to learn. I think you have to learn that a little bit. And I think they're going to learn some hard lessons this year in the playoffs, but I think that they are on the way there. They're they're a, a couple of years from now, you know, it'll be a different story. I just think that they, I think they have those lessons to learn still, and they might have to tweak, you know, maybe tweak the roster down the line, but I think that they're close, but they're, I'll say this, man. They're the most fun team to watch in the league, and it's it's not even really mm. close because they're entertaining. They play fast, and uh, John Morant, uh, to, to use Chris Paul's term, John Morant's a trampoline. Ooh. That guy just jumps yeah. out the middle. <laughs> he does. I had him in my um, fantasy team last year, and, man, he was so, so good for me um, yeah. last year until we got – I think he got injured last year as well, so that kind of didn't help. But he's come out, and he's been – Leading the run. Who is the best player? Who is the MVP? Who's leading the runs for you? Uh, who's leading the comp uh, to be the next MVP in the competition? Who is the best player in the comp? The MVP this year, it's funny because if you ask me who the best player like on the face of the earth is right now, I'll probably still say Kevin Durant, but he's not going to win MVP mm. this year because he just missed too much time, right? Like he's just been injured yeah. and missed like too much time to win the, the most valuable player award. His value... There, there's value to being available and he just hasn't been able to because of injury. Um, I honestly don't know. And I'm somebody who has one of those media votes. Like I have a vote in this and I yeah. spent part of this morning just kind of taking a look at it. And between Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic and um, Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, it's, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I mean, I've got five weeks mm. to figure this out, but like, I, I, I don't know because normally by this point, it's sort of, I don't want to say settled, but like you're down to a couple people. And in this case, all three of these guys have had the kind of season that usually you run away with it by this point. Like if you normally, if you mm. have their kind of season right now, they'd be like, Oh yeah, it's, there's no question. This guy's the MVP, but there's like three of them having those kind of years. And I really honestly do not know what i'm going to do when when it comes to that vote i'm i'm hoping for something 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 to help me define it over the next five weeks because they're all have been phenomenal and it's really close what, what do you look for what do you look for when you're going for the mvp because those are all obviously big men so they're all around game the, yeah. the scoring the boards rebounds probably assists like I, i'm thinking stephen curry he's been flying this year with the warriors yeah. he'd be there or thereabouts if if, if I'm right, but you, you obviously all round game is hugely important for you. Yeah, and how much how much are they contributing? And this is 
this is where I, I you know, look, I'm this, there's statistics for this, you know, advanced statistics for this, mm. but it's really also talking to people and eye tests and watching games. How much are you contributing to the winning of your team, to your team winning and succeeding? How much, how, how mm. vital are you? And in, in, in the problem is in all three cases, a whole lot this year, <laughs> like it's not that simple, but like Nicole Jokic won, won the most valuable player award last season and has been better this season. Mm. Like he is, he is stati- not just statistically, like, but put up better numbers, but because of the injuries around him to their second, you know, Jamal Murray and, and Michael Porter Jr., their second and third best players have been out and he still carried them to a pretty good record. Like it, it, mm. the, the weight he's had to take on has to factor into that, but it's kind of been the same with Joel Embiid. It is, and 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 for that matter, Jokic. I, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Antetokounmpo, Kumpo. Like all three of them have had to take on mm. different and larger roles than they did in the past, and have thrived in them. So I, like I said, I, at some point, I, I the the NBA did me the honor of giving me this chance to help pick the award winners, and I swear to God, they just wanted to lose sleep. I just I lose so much sleep every year <laughs> trying to pick this shit. <laughs> Hey, Kurt, just um, you know, the people of my vintage that are listening to the show this morning, the, the question they, they want to ask someone that's, you know, if you're getting votes from the M, uh, NBA, it's pretty, pretty impressive. You've obviously got the knowledge to, to put the, the Jokic and, and the Hardens and that in the, in the race for MVP. But let's, let's go back a few years. Let's, and let's make a match race, a group one match race between Michael Jordan and uh, the great LeBron James. Who gets yeah. your vote? Uh, um, it, um, it, it, that's one where it's really, it, God, it's no, you only like got a, one vote. Stop gibbering. You yeah, sound, no. you sound like Izzy. Because I, I do. Don't I? <laughs> I need, where's the Vaseline? I need the Vaseline. Um, I don't know. I, I would probably still vote Jordan. And I'm wondering how much of that though is that I grew up more in that era. So there is an, I am. There is a mythology around him in my mind that necessarily isn't there with LeBron in some ways, but LeBron has been, LeBron. Is, listen, let me put it this simply: he's the better, more rounded player. Le, Jordan scored more, was more driven, was a, a more intense leader, and lifted guys around him, which LeBron has done. I mean, both of them have been, but in terms of like Jordan was a scorer, LeBron's a better passer, better rebounder. Uh, they were both pretty at their peak. Jordan was a better defender, but they're both good defenders. But like, push comes to shove, I'd probably say Jordan. But I also think some of that in my mind is is cultural impact, which again, both of them have had a lot of. But I don't know that anybody's had the cultural impact on the sport the way Jordan did. Like to just to globalize the sport, to change the sport, to still, dude. How many? Okay, how many? How many? How many Air Jordans do you guys have? Mm. I haven't got any, but I know a lot of a lot of people out there have got huge amounts, and they they do collect them. They're very very expensive, aren't they? Valuable. The, and there's yeah, and they're still the most most sold shoe on the market of uh, the basketball shoe market. Mm. Obviously, not you know not overall, but like it, among basketball shoes, Jordan brand still sells more than anybody else. It's just his imp- his impact in that sense is phenomenal, but it's. Man, you're split hairs between them. I mean, I I do know a, a friend of mine who's a s- scout and uh, player development guy who will vehemently tell me I'm wrong on that, and it's that it's that it's 
LeBron, but it, it's that kind of debate. It's so it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's what you prefer. I think in some ways it's what you prefer personally. And like, you know, yeah. that's not even getting into, by the way, if you're going to do the greatest of all time, they get, you're just not even getting into magic Johnson and everybody else you can put on that list. <laughs> Yeah, it's a debate that could go on forever, let's be honest. Yeah, Everyone talking about the GOAT and Michael Jordan, LeBron, they're always in, in talks. And then I'm Kobe, I'm one-eyed Kobe Bryant fan, so huge, yeah. huge supporter of him. But, Mark, we appreciate you on the show, Kurt Heelan, out of the NBC Sports Writer. Appreciate it. Fascinating, as always, and uh, good insights to the NBA at the moment. Appreciate it, mate. Anytime, guys. Take care. There we go, mate. Hey, you put him under a lot of pressure there, Kempi, mate, with your questions, eh? Mate, you get him, you get him vote from the NBA. Mate. You can't sit on the fence. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's pretty. That means you've, you're, you're doing something pretty good in the sport. He's a, he's very uh, informative, I must say, and great get. Shot, Louis. Thanks for getting that one, mate. Kurt Heelan out of the NBC Sports Rider. Coming up, we're going to talk a bit of Crusaders Chiefs game week. What's that like? And then hopefully... Alan Sherrick answers his phone. We'll be back shortly. You listen to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.